0: Welcome to the Employee Co. HR podcast. I'm Rob Wilson. With me is my brother, Scott, and partner. Hello. And Jason Eisenhaw joining us as our vice president of HR. Hi, everyone. Jackson, working the board as usual. Thank you. So hoping, hopefully making it sound uh, sound okay. So, so, Jason, one of the things that uh, over the last couple months, uh, the new I-9 form came out, and uh, you had through the end of October to use the existing, the, the old form, but now you know, you're well past that it's December so everyone should be using that new i9 form
1: yep uh, through Halloween people could still use the old i9 which had been used for several years but the new one which has several improvements in my mind uh, has to be used as the exclusive new use one as of November 1st
0: so everyone hopefully is using the new i9 form for all their future new hires right so it's only this only applies to future new hires you don't have to go back and and have your current employees sign up but anybody new, uh, a quick question for you. So now you, you lay someone off and they come back, or someone th- that returns, and typically you have to re verify. Can you use the old form or do you have to, not that I'm trying to stump you, or do you, <laughs> or do you have to use, can you use the old form that they filled out and recertify section or do you have to use a new form?
1: So it's a kind of a yes or no. So it depends on if you've already destroyed it. So if it's been three years from the point. I'd uh, say so it's like six months. Okay. Then you can still use the the old one and re-verify. Right. yeah. Oh, no, some more little trivia. So we had done, We had, Rob and I led a in-person seminar uh, on HR, and we had some trivia like, when was the form I-9 first introduced? Um, we threw some, like, hints out there, like, President Reagan was in office, and uh, Top Gun was a gross... Uh, right, which uh, <laughs> 1964. decades? 1964. So I did a little bit more research into some fun facts, and there were three things that were introduced in this year. So I-9 was one of them. Lady Gaga was born, and then Oprah Winfrey show was debuted nationally. Wow. So Scott, do you have any wow. idea what... What year? It's the eighties. In case that yeah, helps. Yeah,
0: I'm just going off the Oprah. I don't know, eighties three, and so there's Oprah a, was. A, well, there's another. You, yeah, another, so she's a- Chicago a- fans, a- a- right? Chicago.
1: Yeah, before. so she was in Chicago. She started in Chicago in '84, but two years later is when it debuted nationally. So, the, and the Bears won the Super Bowl that year.
0: Yeah, oh, the Bears. '86. '86. Of 86, course, it's today. the '85 Bears, but right. they won it in January '86. Yep. that's you know. right. Jason, uh, don't go into the Super Bowl shuffle. Right. <laughs> <now>. right? Yeah. <laughs> I dance like the fridge.
1: Uh, Yeah, so a little bit of trivia there. But the the Form I-9, some of the improvements there is it's down... Sections 1 and 2 have been merged into one page or one sheet. So for most new hires now, the employer can just use one piece of paper. The top section is where the employee completes their section. The bottom section is where the company completes their section, too.
0: Good. So the last form... If you included the instructions, it was nine pages long. Yeah.
1: Oh, and actually, so some of it, we actually went from fifteen down to eight. So I don't know if that includes uh, some of the amendments or appendix, but if we, now it's from fifteen down to eight, which includes instructions and example acceptable documents and all those other.
0: Documents. Yeah, and in your uh, like a lot of our clients in your new hire kits, you'll have your I nine. Well, some are doing electronic now, but in the paper version, uh, just to say paper, they get rid of most of the instructions, so they'll put. The form and then the acceptable IDs uh, as well, just to try and save some paper.
1: Yep. And speaking of electronics, some things that we're we're, some questions that we're still getting from our clients is remote verification of the I nine. So historically, before COVID, every single I nine you're supposed to look at the person's driver's uh, physically hold it as a manager, authorized representative, physically hold their passport or their birth certificate and write down the information on that section too. When COVID hit, there was some kind of exceptions related to remote verification. Now, with this new form and what the government had passed is the only way to do remote verification of I-9 where someone can email you their passport or their driver's license is if you're using e-verify. So if a company is not doing e-verify, the company should still be physically looking at and holding their driver's license and passport. And, things
0: and, like that. and so those remote employees, so you're in Chicago and you to hire somebody in uh, Kansas City. So... Short of that person coming to Chicago and showing you their ID, you can have somebody facilitate that for you in, say, Kansas City.
1: Right. So I know you have a story where one of your sons had a new hire and you did that. So the company legally can name anyone as their authorized representative. Uh, Some states you have some restrictions. I like has to be an attorney or a list of people. But here in Illinois, anyone could be an authorized representative, their father, their neighbor. A notary could be anyone you could use an i nine service if you really want to make sure it's done well, uh but it doesn't have to be someone
0: who works for the company right it just has to be somebody outside of that person yeah it's going to verify it for you right right so in and right. Jason, as he was alluding to uh when one of my sons started at a a job they Uh, Even though he was in person, their HR is, you know, from a national standpoint, they adopted that policy where he filled it out remote. So then I had to sign as the witness. Yeah. So
1: there are some tips uh, that kind of all employers can keep keep in mind of when they're going through the I-9s. Make sure your first time you can have the employee complete their section is after the offer is extended and accepted. So as soon as that person has accepted the job offer, the employer could ask the new hire or the kind of the pending new hire to complete their section I nine. Has to be done by that person's first day of employment. But the company portion, the section two, where he's looking at the driver's license or passport, that needs to be done within three business days after the person's hired. So make sure you're doing it within the right timing. Uh, make sure you're looking at the, what the employee completes, what the manager authorized representative had complete, and then go through your own internal audit before you get one of these scary external ICE audits. Uh, So go through at least a couple times a year, go through, thumb through the I-9s. If you're not the person doing it, have a second person, second set of eyes look at it, make sure all the fields are done correctly. And if there's not, there are specific ways that you can correct those, like
0: writing in something in the margins, initial sign and date. Right. And, you know, from as you start talking about preparing for an audit or looking at or going through an actual audit or inspection, a lot of companies use companies, a lot of businesses use companies like ours, HR outsourcing or PEOs. Uh, even though you outsource it, the company that is the you know the main employer, the actual uh, company, they're responsible for the I nines. So sure. you, it's not something. It's like OSHA. You can't outsource OSHA to uh, to a third party. are right. res- so on the uh, y- even if you're outsourcing it to someone, you it's the end company. You're responsible for it.
1: Yeah. So in your example, if you have if you're a Chicago based employer and you've been a new hire, remote employee in South Carolina and you hire some authorized person, to, you can't rely on that, that that person's completed it correctly. You need to make sure it's
0: done correctly yourself because you're, you're you'll, as the
1: employer will be on the hook for it.
0: So, Jason, let's walk through, and, Scott, uh, you have um, prepare for an audit or prepare for an inspection. So if that someday it ever happens, you're not completely in the dark.
1: Yeah, w- one of our clients just within the last few months had ICE agents walk through their door unannounced, unexpected, uh there are ice agents that came through they're very nice guys that came through um they kind of walk through their rights you have three business days to prepare we're not going to kind of force you into giving all the i9s to us today you have three business days to gather all the i9s if you want to make corrections now's a good time to do it you can email it to us drop it off whatever you want to do Um, but it does get a little
0: scary like these Armed ICE agents walk in, and th- in this case, it was just a random audit. There weren't in yeah, They were down the block at some other business, and they just randomly walked in our client's wow. office. So, and, uh, you know, armed officers come in. It's not like they come in and deliver some. Uh, right, here's some candy. Right. <laughs> so, uh, in that case, the, they had three days to prepare and deliver all their i9s yeah and
1: and luckily they had been using us uh, for the past several years so the recent i9s were in good order but some of their i9s before they started doing business with us we walked them through how to make those corrections we reviewed them with the manager. Uh, We've kind of reviewed the uh, supporting documents. And then in this case, I think they did make copies of like the driver's license and passport, which is great, but you need to make those photocopies for every new hire. If you're going to be doing it, make them for all or not. It's got to be consistent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we walked them through it and it worked out perfectly. There were no fines, no penalties, and uh,
0: it all was a happy ending. And you know, one of the things too, then when you, and this kind of goes your document retention mm-hmm. issue. Well, everyone, if you don't have a document retention policy, you should have one. Yep. What to keep, how long, you know, there's tax records versus, and I-9 has a separate uh, separate timing than, say, financial documents that you might be required to keep.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And we recommend keeping the I-9 separate from your other personnel file and separate from medical file. So a lot of employers are typically following the best practice where they have a health file, yep. or it might be health-related information, a personnel file with, like, the W four and offer letter, anything like that, but then also this I nine file, which is completely
0: separate. Uh, in case ICE walks in, you can have them ready Hold to the go. File. Yep, that's right. Have them done. have them completely separate. Yep, right. Any other uh, any other thoughts on how to prepare for it, or uh, or you're going through it? To, uh, do they seek legal counsel? Do they?
1: In, in most situations, I don't think legal counsel is necessary uh,
0: unless you have really unless you have no I nine. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Or or you feel like. You've been purposely hiring people that sh- aren't authorized to work in the U.S. So this client that had the ICE agent, they were confident that everyone who w- was employed was legally—they they weren't trying to skirt the, the law. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in some situations, an attorney is a, a good idea. If not, if, if it's kind of low to mid-level, you can always start by contacting us, hr dot com. If you'd like to just go through an internal audit before the ICE agent audit happens, uh, we'd, we'd love to help. And you put together a great packet,
0: which— yeah would be available to our clients and stuff, but it's a, you know, right. And oh. uh, it's a great package that you prepared. And so when you look at, uh, when you look at your I-9 forms, there's a, there's a variety of different penalties that they that could be inflicted on you. Yep. One, if you don't have them, two, if they're in, incomplete or you can even be fined if they're incorrectly filled out. Right. So you got to make sure that the ID's in the right spot. It's the right forms. If you're, not using a passport, you're using the two other ideas, IDs. So from that standpoint, it's uh, and the the fines vary. If you don't have any I nines, your fines can be a lot more significant than having an sure. incorrectly filled out I nine.
1: Yeah, and, and if and you know, if also you're found to be purposely hiring and or knowledgeably hiring people who aren't eligible to work in the United States, then you're then you're they be, come
0: down yeah uh, harder. Yeah. thanks for the tips, Jason. So as we look at this, is uh, our last podcast of the year being December. Uh, a lot of new laws and changes coming in effect in uh, in 2024. Pay transparency laws uh, hitting in
1: 2024 where employers need to be advertising pay ranges for jobs uh, as they're opening or, or advertising them. Uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion is going to be a big topic in 2024 because of the Supreme Court rulings and employers are trying to feel their way around like, should we have this? Um I saw a statistic where thirty-five uh, percent of diversity, equity, and inclusion employees, like um, DEI officer of the company or just employees, usually these are bigger companies, but 34, 35 percent have lost their jobs over the last twelve months, primarily because uh, some of these Supreme Court rulings, and so we don't right. know where this is going to be headed.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's that's a huge number too. Yeah. yeah so uh, as as usual, uh, a lot of a uh, lot of changes coming in uh, in twenty four. And then you've got and, you know, the election in 24. So, you know, 25, you're going to see a lot of executive orders and changes, whoever changes. whoever wins the election. So it's uh, but, yeah, fun times ahead. Right. But feel free, if you have questions, to reach out to, uh, to us. Uh, they, it goes directly to Jason at HR at uh, com. But uh, thanks for joining us. We hope you uh, enjoy the holiday season. We'll be back in, in January in the new year. With uh, a fresh podcast. And questions or comments or show ideas, send it to Jason at HR at com. Great. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.